to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor, and I'm stressed out. <laughs> I'm here with my brother, Raheel. Hello. What's going on, buddy? Hello. I got a bad case of the Sunday scaries. Oh, like, no. Like, really, really bad. Like, you know when you have so much, like, anxiety at work that you're like, what if I just quit my job? Yeah. Of course. Or you know what? It'd be better off if I just got fired without cause. Yeah, like I'll just collect unemployment for a little while. Exactly. Yeah, like I know that there is an option for me to live a little while before I have to. This stress is not worth it. Now, what do you do when that stress is not about work, but just like about life in general? Mm. I don't know. You smoke up and then you go to sleep. That's about it. (laughs) With work stuff, it's kind of easy. Because with work stuff, when I get like that, I'm just like, all right, time to make a list, time to make a to-do list, and then just work my way through until like 1 a.m. That's And that's the worst position to be in because you know that you've wasted your entire weekend, which yeah. is, again, crazy because your weekend is supposedly about rest. But if you really actually have work to do, then you can use the weekend. It's not the worst thing in the world. But yeah, that is a worst position to be in. In life, I don't know. What kind of stress you got, buddy? I saw something about a dishwasher in our family group, um, and I was like, hey, it seems stressful. I want no part of this. <laughs> You're like, I can't help her, and I'm not going to give her any advice. Well, I'm in general, I'm not a handy person. I wouldn't say I would call myself handy, a handy person. You I'm are okay. handy. I am, I'm very handy. Um, but in general, like I, I fix like drains all the time. Mm-hmm. I can unclog a pipe. I used to be the guy who used to unclog pipes. In our home when we were growing yeah, you up, were, you were you were our plunger man. Plunger I, man. I am the plunger man. It, it's uh, you. There's a feeling that you go after. I know. <laughs> I know what I'm looking for. I know. I know, <laughs> you know the, the air bubble. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. the suction, <laughs> and I apply it everywhere. Um, <laughs> so I'm not afraid of it. I just don't want to do it. I don't get excited about home repair. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just constantly have so much stuff on my mind that, like, <laughs> it's all coming to a head right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're going, uh, a, we're flying out next Sunday. So, mm-hmm. FYI, this is, there's not going to be a Monday episode <laughs> next week because I will be in transit. So, there will be no episodes from the 5th, the week of the 5th to the 12th. Um, and I'll come back on the 13th and I will be insufferable. Oh my god, you're gonna be the worst. You think you're gonna have an accent? I'm not gonna have have some words. I don't think I'm gonna have an accent, but I think I will have a cadence. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not looking forward to how much I will hate myself for that. Uh, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna drop words in here and there. Like Lori. You're definitely gonna say Lori. A Lori? What's that? Like I believe it's a cab. Is that what it's called? Where? In England. Isn't it like called a, a lorry? Cable car? I don't know. I think <laughs> I, aren't cabs called lorries? I, don't know, I gotta look that up. I thought they're called taxis. Maybe. What's a lorry? <laughs> I thought a lorry is like a cable car. Could be. Like uh, like they have in uh, San Francisco and stuff. A lorry is a truck. I was way off. Oh, a lorry is a truck, <laughs> like a pickup truck. No, it's like an eighteen wheeler. Like a what do we call those here? A truck? An 18-wheeler? No, 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 no. There's a word for it. Yeah, a truck. We're no. so stupid. It's not an 18-wheeler. It's a tr- like a big, it's a bigger truck on a highway. It's not an 18-wheeler. It's something else. Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, um, no, I'm not going to pick up words. But you know what mm-hmm. I noticed is that like, so last week I did a like I on Saturday I do an episode on like Real Houses of New Jersey and and like Miami and stuff. When I talk about Real Houses of New Jersey, the accent that comes out of my mouth is probably like I don't know if that's my most authentic accent. I don't know if that's my angry accent. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that comes from. So I don't know. Sometimes I feel like maybe in a foreign country I should lean more into my Americanness. You know. Mm-hmm. But that would be silly because we're trash. <laughs> so anyway, so I will be away for a week, right? Anyway, so we're traveling. And this week, 
we have all these things going on. Okay. We've got, I got my kid's ninth birthday on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's a day and a half, two days before we leave. Then we come back from our vacation. And the very next day after we come back is my other child's sixth birthday. Mm-hmm. First of all, what a mistake on my part, having two kids whose birthdays are 10 days apart. If I, I thought, could go back I in thought time that was by design. Change, no, design, no. Uh, I was just like, whenever this happens, um, if I could change anything in my life, my greatest regret is, <laughs> is having these two kids in the same month. It is so annoying. And now they're old enough where like we can't do joint parties anymore. There's yeah. like a party before we leave, and there's two parties before we when we come back because this guy wants a kindergarten birthday party, and then he wants his own separate birthday party. He is such a narcissist, that one. <laughs> so I've got that going on. Then on top of that, like, so I just, I got a promotion at work, but I have oh. to be in the office a lot more. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You didn't say congratulations. You just kind of made a noise. I just said, oh, as if I think the oh kind of meant more like I was uh, surprised and shocked (laughs) than anything else. So this is great, but I have to be in the office a lot more. So I have to be in the office for like a whole day, not even like half a day. Like I had to be in the office three days a week. So that starts this week. So I'm like not going to be able to be home to like do things around the house, like laundry before I leave and stuff like that. Then I have to pack for myself and both children, which is like the fucking Mm -hmm. worst, okay? I hate packing for these kids because the entire time I'm like, this should be simple. I'm going to pack. We're going for eight days. I'm packing eight outfits. It should be very, very simple. But then we got the weather to worry about. And then we have like... Other things like, oh, I'm going to get too hot. He's gonna, like, Noah's going to be like, I don't like it. This is tight on me. So then I have to like do all this like perfect texture matching and like the characters have to be right. And then I got to get the right socks because if the socks aren't right, he's not going to like it's just too much for me to think about. And then I have to pack for myself. And just like it's so weird because when I, as you know, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. When I plan something and it's like four months away, I make a list too early. I will plan so much stuff way too early, far in advance. And -hmm. then what happens is the week before, and then I won't touch it. It's like three months will pass. Will not touch it. And then the week of, I panic because now I don't have to make a list. I actually have to do what's on the list. Which is far more uh, frustrating than just making lists. Sometimes I'm like, I should have just waited to make the list the week that I have to do the thing. Because the making of the list actually is very therapeutic. But I've done the therapeutic part. Now I'm panicking about the stuff that I have to do. So I think maybe I scratch the list and I start over. Then I'm like, that's a waste (laughs) of my time. And then the other thing is I have like, uh, you know, obviously we both have undiagnosed ADHD. I will sometimes- in in my procrastination sit in a corner and start scrolling and sometimes be absolutely unable to physically move my body to go and do the thing that i need to do anyway sounds terrible man oh Uh, and then on top of that today we found out that oh and then on top of that noah he's got like a weird stomach thing so i'm like i gotta get a doctor's appointment for him we have to do our taxes and we this tonight this evening our dishwasher is leaking um so all this sounds terrible first oh, of all let oh, me just, one more oh, thing uh, apparently there's Remember more we had a leak in our basement yes around christmas so that repair is getting done this week and i have to go and pick up paint so that they can finish the work and paint the walls by thursday and okay. one would think so- one would think hey don't you have a spouse who could do a lot of those things he can. He can do a lot of those things. And bless his heart, he does always do a lot. But he is away for 12 hours a day. And so because mm-hmm. I'm local, I sometimes feel like I it's my responsibility to get all these things done because I'm the one that's like more available around the kids and stuff. And we're not even counting their like after school activities and their homework. And at this <laughs> point, I think to myself, just keep your ass at home. Who the fuck needs to travel? Cancel the well, trip. Who cares? You probably oh, should. and 
Oh, and our mother's got all those knee pains. So now I'm mm-hmm. worried about her. My father-in-law got water in his ear or something. He can't hear out of it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So <clears throat> there you go. I'm a mess. Is that everything? Honestly, there's probably more. I can't remember right now. So all this sounds terrible. Let me just help you out with one of the biggest items on your list, which is do your taxes. Just don't do your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do them? Of course I do. That was a joke. But I mean, you could. You could just not do them. Apparently, rich people don't do them all the time. That's, That's my point. Yes. It's we think that not doing your taxes is a way bigger deal than it seemingly is. You know what I mean? It's like people don't do their taxes a lot. And we have friends. We hear about them. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely. have friends. That definitely like. Sorry. Hold on. <coughs> we have friends who definitely like I feel like on tax day have been like, yeah, I didn't do my taxes yet. I got to figure that out. And it's like June. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I got to go do my taxes. I'm like. I don't understand. Like, are you paying penalties? Like, what is happening? Are you rich? What is going on? <laughs> the IRS is apparently more lenient than we've been led to believe. Um, secondly, is uh, now a lot of the things that you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. They were um, obviously the packing and all that stuff is related to the trip. Our mother's knee is related to the trip. But the rest of it just sounds like regular life stuff. Yeah, but it's like life stuff I need to sort out this week. Like the dishwasher's got to get sorted this week because I don't want to come back from vacation and have a hole in my kitchen. Oh, you think it may leak in your absence? Yeah. Probably, maybe. Just turn the water off. Just, eh. So the problem is that we don't know where the connection is for the water. Yeah. This is the reason why you need to be married to a a handy-dandy person. Although your husband's pretty handy, isn't he? (laughs) His dad is handy. And so his dad is downstairs right now, uh, you know, be bopping around in the basement, <laughs> figuring out which pipe goes to where. So about this travel stuff, mm-hmm. is it more stressful to pack for your kids than it is to pack for yourself? Like, yes. do you remember packing for yourself? It is? Yeah. I wonder if it was, if that was how it was for our parents also. I know personally, I don't pack well at all. I'm a terrible packer. Like, I go in with a game plan, but I always overdo it. And then, you know, I have way too many clothes in there. And, like, the only thing that can, like, salvage me is, like, space limitation. So, like, if I know that I'm only, uh, that I'm only going to be, I'm only going to have one Mm carry-on, then I know, okay, you know, I'm limited to the carry-on. Let me just stuff as much stuff in here as possible. Mm -hmm. And then I still end up like forgetting my dress shoes somehow. So I can't help you out there. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I think packing for myself is not a big deal, but I do sometimes like the, there's too many clothes. Like you're packing, like you're going to shit your pants every day. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, like, do I wear this many boxers? (laughs) Sometimes when I'm packing, I'm like, I have too many clothes, like just in general, like in my closet. I'm like, this is too many clothes. And it's so stupid because usually like, just like clothes. I mean, what are clothes, guys? Like, why do we have so many? Why is there such a variety? Why do we need to have like 17 pairs of jeans? And like, who decided that we have to constantly change up our wardrobes? Who decided? Why aren't we all just in uniform all the time? I don't understand. Well, weren't we all just in uniform? Like why in North aren't Korea? we? I mean, they've got <laughs> efficiency. Think about it. Even like all these articles that are always like Mark Zuckerberg wears the same clothes every day. And it's like, a you know, a black shirt, jeans and a mm-hmm. hoodie. Right. I'm like, yeah, the man's in a uniform. We should all be in uniform. Like, I don't understand. I don't need this level of individualism. Just put me in a uniform so I don't have to think about anything. I am um, uh, dressed in uh, pretty much in a uniform. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm wearing sweatpants at home and a sweatshirt. That's basically yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big uh, clothes person. You're not. You're not. I'm I think not. that there's too many options. Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that I'm pro-socialism, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just too many options. There's too many decisions to make all the time. Like, just got that car. 
got a new car, but to <laughs> arrive to the conclusion of which car I should purchase for myself, it was too much. Like I, I just, I don't want this many options. I don't like going to the grocery store and having a, like, that's why I love shopping at Trader Joe's because it's mm. like limited. It's like, you know, you want like granola. They have like four kinds of granola and then you get the granola and then you're done. Like, I don't like going to shop, right? Because sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the amount of stuff there is. And there's like a, a level of anxiety that I, uh, I still am working through, which is when I have to make a lot of decisions. Like, so, and it's, and when I have to make decisions that directly affect me for some reason, when I have to like do something for my kids or like work mm -hmm. or whatever, I'm super, super efficient because I'm like, okay, whatever. I got to like do this, whatever. Yeah. When it comes to making choices for myself, sometimes I'm just like, there's too many fucking options. Okay. I can't like, and I, maybe it's because my brain by that point is just like too burnt out and I like just can't do it anymore. So when you say too many options, do you mean like. Uh, what are you deciding on? Is it a look that you're worried about? Is it the price tag? Is it the price tag versus how you're going to feel for that price tag? What is the thing you know that's what the problem your... is real? I am too aware of a person like I there's too much <laughs> awareness. Sometimes I wish that I could just be ignorant and just do like the bare minimum, just like exist in the world, just like not really thinking about things, not thinking about how they affect other people or like thinking about like like feelings, like my feelings, these fucking feelings. It's too many of them. And so yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm just like overwhelmed by all of that. I just I wish that sometimes I could move in the world blissfully in ignorance. But what would what would that be like? Like what is the thing like how do you imagine that? What is that kind like, of like Okay, even like when it comes to like parenting your kids, right? Like the amount of stuff that I like think in my mind about like, oh, mm -hmm. this is going to fuck up my kids. I'm going to fuck my kids up. Like, like I, I'm just constantly worried that something I'm doing right now is going to screw something up later on or something I'm say is going to like hurt somebody else's feelings. So I have to like think about it. Like there's just a lot of there's and that's a listen, that's a good way to be. Okay, people should mm -hmm. be more thoughtful and people should be mindful and they should think through what they're saying to other people, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes my internal monologue ends up at, you know what? You're probably going to fuck this up anyway. <laughs> and so so that's why sometimes the decision making becomes too much if there's too many options because I'm like, oh my God, is this right? Is this the right thing? And it's like, well, you're going to look like a stupid fucking clown no matter what you are. <laughs> It's like, like, oh, like I'm packing the right clothes for the kids. Like, is it? Well, you know what? They're probably gonna fucking be miserable and hate the entire trip the whole time anyway. You're like, that's what happens in my mind. Ultimately, all roads lead to you. Know what? This is just gonna suck. You should have just stayed home. Forget it. Well, I mean, I, I think those are two different conversations. I, I, if if you could, what I would tell you to kind of uh, take comfort in is the fact that. A, the the part about you trying to be an aware as parent as possible is a great thing, right? It, I'm sure it's a lot of work, but at the end of the day, it's a great thing. That's something that you should be proud of. Um, and then the second part is like, you should also kind of, I don't know if you give yourself this, but like also look at the results. Like you do have a track record that you can look back on. And even though in the moment you may feel like, hey, I'm not going to be, this thing is going to be a disaster, right? Sure, like this car I'm going to be buying may be a disaster for some reason. Maybe it's going to light on fire or something like that. Or you think that you're going to look like a clown or whatever. <laughs> and I understand those feelings because, you know, we all have our traumas and whatever the reasons is, uh, whatever the reasons are that we end up having self-doubt or whatever. It's real. But you also have a track record of, of success. And I there's know. a reason for that, right? First of all, listen, don't be <laughs> nice to me. I don't know how to do this at all. I love you, bud. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Um, anyway, that's the end of this episode. Uh, <laughs> No, but really, listen, you're telling me that you, you're worried that everything is going to be a disaster. 
but what in your life has ever been a complete and utter disaster that would justify you thinking that something is going to be that big of a disaster like like what are the kids going to do if they don't like their clothes is noah gonna like get naked at heathrow airport <laughs> just wag his dong around and whatever <laughs> hey, hey, i'm just saying like, what's that gonna happen with this i don't understand what a, what a disaster is no i know i just listen i don't I, it, when I put a lot of effort into something, I don't want to hear people complain about it. <laughs> and I think that's but, true for everybody, right? Like, I know that I, what you were saying, like, what in my life has been a disaster, by the way? Yeah. Because I'm like, I think I'm like inching towards a spiral. I'm like, me, I am the disaster. Look at me. Untrue. Look Untrue. at me. No, you just I got know. a promotion. I have no reason why, obviously. <laughs> They're doing something wrong. They got too much money at that company. Somebody should place like an anonymous call or something. You know Big Pharma. I do know Big Pharma. Big Farm. Big Farm. Uh, Those pitchforks aren't going to pitchfork themselves. Anyway. um, I know. I know. See? And then like, so what happens is sometimes like leading up to a moment like this, I'm just like, fuck it. It's like it's like that feeling, the Sunday scares of like, I should just quit my job. It's like, fuck it. I should just cancel the whole trip. I should just screw it. Screw it. Forget it. It's fine. I should stay home. Like, why am I even trying to travel? My house is my house is great. I should just stay home. What's the point of going anywhere? Well, so uh, I, I'm going to say two things. First of all, I am sure all of you, all of your hard work is going to get is going to be paid off be- because you're setting this up for your in-laws and your kids and for our mother and for yourself. And. I'm sure it's re- really stressful right now, but I'm sure it's going to be worth it. That's the mentality that you should have. I'm sure it's hard to have it. But secondly, also, you said that you don't want anybody to complain. But on the opposite spectrum, right, if you get there and everything is incredible and they're like, wow, you did such a great job, you will want to bury yourself also. Like, you don't want to, you don't really actually <laughs> want to compliment. You just shut the fuck up and enjoy the trip. I'm going to talk throw to myself into the River Thames. <laughs> I won't come back. Um, I know. It's such a problem. It's almost like I... Hmm, it's almost as if my body and my brain is more used to things going badly and me not wanting things to go well because I don't think that I deserve it. Oh, well, so that's a whole other can of worms that we do not. Oh, no, no. no. We're not not finding the answer to that in London, man. No, 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 no. no, That's going to be very bad. Um, So tell me about your travel plans. Where are you guys going to (laughs) go? Well, we're going to London and Paris. Oh, I'm very excited. Mm hmm. Um, We're going to go to London first, and then we're going to take the train that goes through the channel into Paris. I it's know. already starting. That's a, that's a new word for you. <laughs> how, how did you go to Paris? I took the channel. <laughs> okay, by the way, like European mm-hmm. travel really is incredible. I So we picked up our car from Philly on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, we live, we live close to Newark train station. We'll just take a train from Newark to Philly, right? Yeah, the choo-choo. The choo-choo trains, the Amtrak, no big deal. Like that's an hour train ride. I'll be there, no yeah. problem, right? And then that way, both of us can just like pick up the car and then drive back home. The fucking train from Newark to Philly right now is a hundred and forty-five dollars per person. A hundred and forty. I don't fucking know. And guess what? The channel. It's like seventy euro. No, maybe even less than that to take one person. And by the way, they fucking feed you on it. Okay, <laughs> for for you to go from an island in Europe to fucking France, okay? <clears throat> this is ridiculous, America. What are you doing? I wonder why that is. I'm sure there must be some special reason why it's that much because that's insane. One forty a person? It's bananas. I'm sure there's like a local option. Maybe no, come there to like isn't. Edison. I don't know. No. There's no, no. Like, yeah, of course I get, okay, yeah, but then who, how am I getting to Edison? How are you getting to Edison? I don't know. We drive you. I, I guess. That would be really this, silly. And Listen, this is sounding, I don't know why I'm also taking on this responsibility. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, going back to uh, my travel plans and like how I'm a little mm-hmm. bit worried, I think that what I'm worried about is like, 
you know, like Desi parents, like South Asian parents, they've got a way of like, they don't actually know how to, which which leads to why we have bad self-worth. They don't know how to compliment you. Instead, Mm -hmm. they just will not say anything except for the only things they comment on is like, yeah, this is good, but you know, I just wish that this was a little bit better. And then you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And the thing is, like, I don't think anyone's actually going to say that, but I think I take it very, and this is like why I'm in therapy. I take it very, very personally when I try to do something really, really nice for somebody or people and and they don't have the time of their goddamn life. I just like want everybody to be really, really happy if I'm doing something for them because I'm a people pleaser at my core and I I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to like preparing for that, you know, like, mm-hmm. like. I hope the the flight's good. Like, I hope that we get to the airport on time. You know, I hope that we pack correctly. I hope that like, you know, like, I don't know. I just hope that like even the stuff that I'm planning for us to like sightsee that like they don't think it's like lame. Like, and then my kids are like going to complain no matter what. But like even the adults, like I hope they like the food. I'm not even cooking it. <laughs> are you excited about the food? I am so excited about the food. So hmm. in London, it's like apparently like the best Indian and Pakistani food outside of India and Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very, very excited about that. There's a restaurant called Dishoom, which everybody is saying is like incredible. And so we got reservations to go there the first night that we get there, which we're really excited about. But, you know, besides that, London's got some weird stuff. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there was like a, there's like a Jack the Ripper museum. I was like, who wants to see that? (laughs) We know there's, what he did, right? It's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. There's another museum because like I like have planned out what we're doing every day. There's another museum that's like it's like it's called like I don't know, it's called something crazy, like the museum of like criminals or something. Like it's like a museum of uh what's it called? Uh of like capital punishment. Like something insane where they're like, it's a museum of the ways that like Criminals used to get tortured in London. And I'm like, who's going to this? But then I'm like, I don't know if it's just because they're like, you know, the Europeans are like trying to be more self-aware about their bad deeds in the past. And this is just like their way of doing it, of being like, we were really terrible to humans. I feel like they're showing off more so than anything <laughs> else. Right. It's yeah. like by the London Bridge. I'm like, mm, people used to <laughs> hang off of this. Yeah. Braveheart. William Wallace. Oh my god, you're right. Is that I a believe to you? No, not at all. For me to Although I do London. love that movie. For yeah, to to pay uh, homage to the colonizers. Yeah. Give them money as if they didn't take enough already. I know. We're even going to pay money to go and see the Kohinoor diamond which is sitting oh inside god. of the Tower of London. I'm paying them money to see <laughs> jewels that belong to my people. You know, belong to our people. <laughs> The only way this trip would have been worth it is if you had, you know, this is uh, actually I don't I don't mean to call you cause you more stress and anxiety, but this is your mistake. Uh, three months ago, you should have started training Noah to steal the Kohinoor back. That would be that would make the trip worth it. He's definitely small enough, I feel like, to get through exactly. and steal it. Like, yeah, and like who's the gonna be child? Oh my god, yeah, he's adorable. <laughs> His bat, his stupid little lashes at him. Like, whoops, Aww. this whole thing. Or like, oh, he's so cute. He's like our own little personal Paddington bear. Yeah. You know? Um, I know. I didn't think this through, honestly. I should have really thought about that. And then we're going to go to Paris. And uh, I'm excited about Paris actually being at the end of the trip because mm-hmm. I've already been there. And so I'm not really that interested in seeing all this stuff. Yeah, but like you know, we're, oh, there's a lot of just taking the boat. The boat they have a a bateau bus. It's mm-hmm. a boat, uh, public transportation that takes you to all the stops around the river, and it's all the big stuff: the Louvre, and the different gardens, and the Notre Dame. What? I believe it's pronounced Louvre. Like no, real. Come on, don't Louvre. be ridiculous. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So are you I know all the planning stuff is uh stressful. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like logistics, which I get. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. are you excited about like the things that you're going to see? Like just the, you know, the new experiences, I guess, that you're going to have. Because I haven't had to travel a lot or I haven't gotten yeah. to travel a lot in the last 10 years. So I've kind of forgotten that feeling. Um, but what is that like for you? Like, oh, I'm going to see. Well, you've already seen the Eiffel Tower. But yeah. what's like a big thing that you want to see in London? Like the wheel? Is it the wheel? I- Okay, this is so embarrassing because of how much I ca- I've like, you know, complained about colonizers. Yeah. But let me tell you, <laughs> we are getting up early on our second day to go and see the changing of the guards outside. Oh, of wow. House. I should kill myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. But I'm excited for that. I'm excited to ride a stupid double-decker bus. I'm excited to go to Harrods. I'm not going to buy anything. But I'm going to go there. Maybe I'll get myself a Starbucks or something. That's like the most. It would be too expensive. Um, I'm excited to... uh, I'm excited to see Platform 9 and 3 quarters at King's Cross Station. Is that a real thing? I'm sure they just probably just put a sign there or something. No, they've got like a thing. There's a trolley that's sticking out of the wall and you can go and pose by it. So stupid. Even though like (laughs) I fucking hate JK now. Like... I don't want to necessarily support that, but now the kids are finally getting into Harry Potter, so we got to go there. Yeah, you got it. Also, I want to go there. <laughs> Embarrassingly, trans hey, rights are human rights. Okay, I just want to say course. that. But I'm going to go and see the platform nine three quarters, and then uh, yeah, I'm excited to go on that stupid wheel. Like, Take honestly, pictures. I'm excited to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Wave, wave in pictures. I've, I've been okay. This is so corny because, like, I don't know why I've been thinking this, but I think I'm gonna make a mashup and record myself every single first bite of food that I have of all the oh, foods. No. That I oh no! Is that disgusting? Oh god! I, uh, I'm Are in you pain. familiar I'm with mukbang? No. <laughs> mukbang. 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 Isn't that what? when people eat a lot of food or something? Yeah, it's like. Yeah. I think it's become like a sexual thing, but it's usually like really beautiful women opening up their mouths really widely and putting a lot of big foods in their mouths, like sloppy foods in their mouth. I'm, I'm not, not one to, to kink that. shame. I'm not I'm not <laughs> one to kink shame. Uh but no. I'm not I'm not getting on board with that. Well, I'm not gonna <sighs> do that, but I am gonna make a mashup of all the foods that I eat because I feel like that's very exciting for me, is all the different foods that I'm gonna be eating. I'm even going to have some stupid high tea at the hotel that we're staying at. Like, they don't even know how to do tea, the British. We do better tea than they do, but I'm going to have it. I'm going to pay too much money for it. It's like watered down garbage. Yeah. Right? It just tastes like, like, uh, yeah, it just tastes like water mostly because they don't like steep it enough. They don't cook the tea in anything. But I am excited to eat pastries everywhere in London and in Paris. That's all I'm going to eat good. is just bread. Bread That's and good. cheese. Yeah. You know what? I'm excited about the trip now. <laughs> you did it, That's buddy. Good. Yeah. That's good. I'm happy. I'm happy you're excited again. Because I'm not excited for it. No, I'm joking. I'm very <laughs> excited for your trip. Okay, I have a question for you. When you are mm-hmm. traveling somewhere, if you go to a restaurant that's really, really good and you have like a delicious meal, yeah, are you going to go back to that place or are you going to try other foods? Uh, within the same trip? Yes. Within the same trip? No. Within the same... I guess it depends on how much time is left, right? But if I'm in a new place, the whole point of it is just to try new things, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to remember that. And then if I ever go back, then I'll be like, oh, that is a place that I remember and I had a great meal there. And I'm just going to go back. Like, I went to... I'm not really big on, like... If I'm in a, so I'm trying to think. I was in Chicago a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I went out of my way and I had a quote unquote Chicago dog, which oh. is like a Chicago hot dog with like, I don't know, all the stuff on top. Is it with like jardinera and stuff, like all the peppers and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it was great. And I was like, oh, that was great. That was a great time. And then I went to get like a deep dish pizza at this place mm-hmm. called Lou Malnati's. Ooh. Very good. 10 out of 10. I'd do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Garrett's popcorn was like the highlight of my trip, right? All those things, great. I had a great time. But if I, I, I was only there for like four days, 
But if I was staying there for a week, I wouldn't go back to those places. Now, if I ever go back to Chicago, I'll probably be like, oh, you know what? Let me let me go to at least one or two of those. Right. And if I don't, it's still okay. When you said Chicago, you got real Chicago. You were like, when I I go back to Chicago. Um, Unpopular opinion. I think the popcorn is just fine. The Garrett's popcorn? Yeah. Did you have it at the store? No. I've had it yeah, where somebody yeah, brought it for me. What? Oh, what the, hell? What, what the hell? You got to get it at the store. That's the whole point. I've only been to Chicago once when we were children. And I don't remember. That's not, the, that's not the way you say that word. <laughs> I've only been to <laughs> Chicago once when I was when we were children. Yeah. Well, is there, okay. Is there, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you if, it's, if there's like a food vacation that you want to go to. Is there a food vacation that you're really looking forward to? Because I'm not. I'm fine. Um, well, you know I love food. I think that if I go back anywhere for food that I've already had, um, I would love to go back to Greece because the food mm-hmm. in Greece was amazing. Um, and I would also go back to Florence, Italy because that was really <clears throat> delicious food. I think if if I like really think about food that I want that I would actually feel incomplete without eating – Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. it's uh, Saudi Arabian food, like yeah, food like in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi food. Yeah, yeah I guess like I shawarma could... and stuff like that. But I worry that, like, what if my memories of that are just because they were, we were children? Like, what if I go back and it's like not as good as it was when we were kids? You know, I'm hoping that I, I'm not going to be worried about the taste as much as uh, being uh, transferred back, transported back to my younger self. I think that's oh. what, really what I'm going after. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And in a an innocent time. An but like, innocent time. But like I had street food in India and which was really good. It's exactly yeah. like as great as you think it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But we get like ninety, ninety-five percent there here anyways. You know I what know. I mean? I know. It's like, yeah, it's if I never had this food, I would think this is the greatest food in the world because it is the greatest food in the world. I firmly believe Pakistani and Indian cuisine is the best food in the world, right? Wow. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then, like, we also have it all the time. So I know I'm okay. I also like like home food. Like I yeah. prefer Pakistani and Indian food that's been cooked at home than like outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was asking about like if you go back to a place because like when we went to Greece, uh, we spent like the first two days eating at like really nice restaurants that were like mm-hmm. had great views and stuff. And then we went into the city and we got like a five euro gyro gyro. And then we were like, why are we wasting our money? And then that's all we ate for the rest of the time we were there. Went to one place that had like kebabs, like uh, kofta kebabs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was also delicious. But also like I was like, you got to get the cheap eats. Like you should not be spending all this money to like go to these fancy places and whatever. You know, like the sandwiches in Turkey. Remember the street sandwiches in Turkey? The cheese. Do I remember the the street sandwiches in Turkey? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's one meal. Yeah, yeah, that was a trip where I was like, that. this is everything we've eaten in Turkey is amazing. How old were you when we were there? I had my eighth birthday in Turkey. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was six. I remember that trip very well. Yeah. We had apple tea, oh. which thinking back to it, I was like, I think it was just warm apple juice. No, it's <laughs> I don't actually, think that was tea. No, it's actually apple tea. I got <laughs> no, no. some. I have apple tea. Oh, you do? Is it as good as yeah. we remember as children? Nope. Or is it just, no, it's because- just too sweet. <laughs> It's just, yeah, exactly. It's too much. Yeah. I know. <sighs> well, I'm looking forward to my trip now. I feel better about it. There you go. But the dishwasher <laughs> is still leaking. <laughs> and I do still have to go to my work. And Noah does still have a stomach thing. And our mother's got a weak knee. And my father-in-law can't hear out of one ear right now. <laughs> How does it, how does his not being able to hear out of one ear affect your trip? Do you think because he's, gonna he's get going to get going in a plane? <laughs> <laughs> no, the ear pain happened because he was just traveling and his ear like, I don't know what happened when he was like on the plane. I guess he was congested or whatever. And then his ear never popped. Imagine oh, so, so he's going to the perfect place. It's going to get, <laughs> it has to pop? pop. What if it gets yeah. worse? <laughs> it gets double clogged? Yes. That would be amazing. No, 
Amazing. How dare I, you? It's a, it's a, I, I don't, you know, I, I wish him nothing but pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, be a medical miracle. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm like worried about that. I just like want everybody to have a nice time, you know? I they want will. myself to have a nice time. But I also like, do you enjoy being on a plane? <laughs> um. Yeah, I like a plane trip. I'm you not, like I'm not bad on a plane. Yeah. yeah. I used to, obviously, when we were growing up, we would have one plane trip every year, right? We used to go to Pakistan in the summer. We would have our annual trip. So mm-hmm. the airport day was a huge deal for me. I loved airport day. I loved the, all the packing. I loved the drive to the airport. I loved like the checking in and then we'd get the tags for the bags and stuff. I loved all of it. Mm-hmm. And then we'd get on the plane and then our brother and I would go, we'd steal like the toothbrushes in the bathroom. <laughs> they used to come like, like yes. with like the powdered toothpaste on so top of it. so many of those, yes. <laughs> and I just, I loved the smell of an airplane. The longer I could last, like stay on an airplane, the happier I would be. I love wow. an airplane experience. You didn't love an airplane experience? No, not. I don't feel. Now I'm like, I'm kind of excited when we're taking off still Mm -hmm. because I'm a child. Mm -hmm. Um, But then once we're in the air, I'm just like, let's let's get there. Are you an aisle or a window guy? Either or. I don't don't care care. about where I'm sitting. I've sat in between strangers in the middle seat and I've been perfectly fine. Like like so like the big advantage of either of those, right, is the window is what you see outside. You get to no, see the sky. No, and also you have a, a headrest. Do you? On the on the side? Really? A little Is bit. that really comfortable? <laughs> Is that really an advantage? <clears throat> Which I don't care about seeing outside. I know what the sky looks no, like. No, I never, I never see, do. Yeah. There's never, I'm not, I'm not going to see Superman flying by. Nothing <laughs> impressive is going to happen. You've checked. And then the, I've checked. Yeah. I've stayed up. Many, many hours. <laughs> um, And then the aisle is what? It's access to the bathroom, right? Yeah. I'm not particularly looking forward to using the bathroom on an airplane. So yeah. if if I can hold it in, I'm holding it in. Unless it's like a dire emergency. Yeah. That's yeah. Why. I don't care. Otherwise, that. I don't even want that. It's like having too many choices. I also think, yes. It's also, I think aisle people get to stretch their leg out into the aisle. Yeah, but those are the assholes. <laughs> and also, like, you got to tuck that back in. And once the ladies walk in or the gentleman is walking in with the carts. Exactly. The last thing you yeah. want to do is get bonked by one of those cards. Yeah. Um, it's when I was, not. Yeah. No. So like the aisle versus uh, versus window thing, it's not worth the anxiety. I don't no, think. I don't think no. that's really an advantage. Put me put me in the center. I don't care. Yeah. Do you think that if you were on a plane, let's say, and uh, somebody didn't like buy their seats ahead of time and mm-hmm. there were like kids that were separated from families? Yeah. And you had an opportunity to give them your seat, but you paid for your seat. Like you paid okay. for your seat selection. Yeah. Would you switch seats with them? Of course. You wouldn't? I would, <laughs> but I would be very salty about having to pay for my seat. You know what I mean? Here's the but who thing. would you be salty with? Just yourself? Like who who are you filing this complaint with? You're not gonna tell the poor mother the universe. Like, hey, by the way. No, I would never say that to the parent. I would never be like, well, I fucking paid for my seat, bitch. So, like, your five-year-old just, like, and also, I would never want to sit with, like, a five-year-old. I would just be like, yeah, I'll just switch seats with you. You know what I mean? Of course. That's not a big deal. But the whole time in my mind, I would be like, you should have just just gone with the free seat. That's terrible. No, to myself, I mean. You know what I mean? Like, why did I bother paying for this if I was just going to give up my seat anyway? I think about maybe it's like uh, whatever, Sadka, which is like, what is is the translation of Sadka? It's just like charity. Yeah, it's like charity into the universe. Like, it's like you did a good thing, you let it go, you know? But would I be disgruntled about it in my mind? Yes, I would. I would absolutely not. You, I would actually, I, I would actually go the other way. I would be so proud. Of, like, I would be like, oh, you know what? I should have paid a hundred and fifty dollars for that seat selection. I'm such a great fucking guy. Look at me. Look at Mr. Big Shot over here. And you know what? I'm so uncomfortable now. This is all gonna pay off in the end. It's <laughs> You're big time. I suffered. Therefore, life will be better. Uh, yes, exactly. Hmm, interesting. Um, when I was when we were kids, I really did enjoy the airplane time um, until we got older and all the times that we would travel would be on my birthday. 
And then I fucking yeah. hated it. <laughs> we always used to come back the day of your birthday. It was incredible. You never got to like celebrate a birthday. <laughs> and then like the first time they're like, no, it's great. The air, the, everybody will know it's your birthday, whatever, right? And like, I remember the first time being like, oh, cool. Like the air host just like the, you know, the stewards and stuff, like they're going to know it's yeah. my birthday. And like, I think Ami maybe told them, oh, it's her birthday. And they were like, oh, happy birthday. And you just get the stupid fucking pin that everybody else gets for free. <laughs> it was not special at all. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And yeah, it happened multiple summers in a row, like before the age of 10. I fucking yes. hated it. And so that made me angry. But I don't mind being on a plane. I'm like an easy plane person. Like I pass out mm -hmm. right away. I fall asleep. I don't care where I'm seated or anything. <clears throat> it's just like all of the, did I pack everything? Did I get out of the house? Am I going to get there on time? Like the anxiety of leaving your home and being in your, in your airplane seat and then getting off the plane and being at your destination, those two like windows of time, I'm like, mm -hmm. this is too much. We got to move. We, like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> it's gotta be a better faster way and that's the stuff that gives me anxiety because that's, i just want to get to your my location just to your location i don't really i'm, I'm not that concerned about it i do you know obviously uh, i want to make sure that i get to the airport but like let's say if it's not looking good let's say mm -hmm. if it's like oh man it's gonna be cut it's gonna be cutting it close or whatever mm -hmm. at that point i very quickly accept that this trip is not happening this trip is not happening. The money is lost. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Let's let's think about your life after you have missed this plane because you will have to continue to live. Now, do you still want to go? Or do you have the money to go? Do you not have the money to go? Let's just let's make some choices. So that's what I started thinking about. And that way, if I do make it, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh, what was I worried about? Everything worked out. You know what? I don't even think you need therapy. <laughs> no, I'm it's a fully formed person. That's very impressive. Yeah. You know what? No. I think, you remember how earlier I was like, I wish I could function in the world blissfully in ignorance. I yeah. think I wish I functioned in the world like you. I, <laughs> I could do without some level, this level of anxiety that I have. Yeah. You know? Remember uh, 30 Rock when they go to like Kenneth's point of view and he's like how he sees the world and it's just Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's kind of, I know I have a lot of anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety at nights. I have a lot of stuff that's going on. But then I also sleep uh, when I have to sleep. And then I wake up and then I'm like, grateful. Hey, man, today may be a tough day, but it's okay. You've gotten through worse days. You will get through worse days. And if it, you don't, you have people around you that will help you get through anything. And you're going to, that's who you're going to have. You're going to have all your people with you. You're going to have like so many amazing people. You're going to have your entire family unit. You're going to have your in-laws. You're going to have our mother. What more do you want? Even if they don't like it, you get to spend the time you, you do with those people. And that's do, nice. Do you think our mom's going to annoy me? <laughs> I think she will. I think you'll be looking to get annoyed. <laughs> so I think you're going to be on high alert. And then she does this thing because she knows that she doesn't want to annoy you and that yeah. your radar may be up. So she's going to go out of her way to be like, you know, to be like helpful and like she should like try making <laughs> suggestions and that's going to drive you fucking insane <laughs> because that's the way like that's how she copes with stuff. Like she just came back from Mecca mm -hmm. and she got me this like beautiful mug with my name on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And th that's like a gift that she got. And I didn't know how to react to it. It's like such a nice thing. But I was like, this is awesome. Like, I thank you so much for doing this. You know, you could really help me out if you go to sleep on time. <laughs> like, you know, this isn't this isn't the thing that I'm looking for, but yeah, but yeah, but I think I think at the end of it, I hope, I think you guys are gonna have some very good quality time. I think with you, I, I actually think you should. You, your mother-in-law, and our mother should have a couple of lunches together, talk about life. <laughs> ladies be lunching. Yeah, ladies be lunching. You guys should. You guys should have like a tea thing. I would love to, but like I'm also worried that like my mother in law will not love it. You know, I think Ami and I tea. would love it. 
and sandwiches. I know, but what if she doesn't have a good time? This is the problem <laughs> with me. Uh. Again, so let's say she doesn't have a good time. What's she doing? Flipping the table over like Teresa? <laughs> no, you know, she's just, uh, you know, that. yeah, you're right. She's not doing anything. Hey, no. those are some really positive thoughts you had. And if I feel like if you're listening and you're worried about the rest of your week, I hope that you take those positive thoughts into the rest of your week. I'm not going to because I have lost my mind. But I we hope should give out, we should give out my cell phone number so people can text me in a week <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what? Don't. If I said yes, you would give your cell phone number. It I would, would be on a yeah. Be like you don't even have to DM me on Instagram anymore. You could just nope, text my I... brother directly. Exactly. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. You know what I have to do now? I have to go and um, organize my closet because I did all this laundry before we mm-hmm. leave. And uh, while I organize my closet, I'm going to take out the clothes that I think I'm going to pack for the rest of the trip. That's exciting. Is that exciting? so exciting <laughs> uh, but I, I will be back later on this week to talk to Arthi about uh, Real Houses of Potomac and Family Karma and then um, I'll be back to talk about Summer House and Vanderpump Rules by the way real Vanderpump Rules is back on TV mm-hmm. and it's better than ever I do feel like I could convince you to watch it Ugh. Do you remember Katie? And if you Shorty? really want me to, I do. Yes. Did they? Went, did they get married? Oh no! They're getting a divorce, and Schwartz is hooking up with one of the Sir waitresses. All right. So, like, if I recall correctly, it's been years, right? Yeah. These quote unquote Sir waitresses—they're all actors and actresses, right? They're all oh, actors, yeah. models. I don't know. I like reality TV actors are also actors, right? Reality TV participants. Yes. Yeah. It's like a thing. So is it really a big deal? Like she probably had to audition to be a sir waitress. No, right? because she was the ex-girlfriend of DJ James Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> she was actually the ex-fiance of DJ James Kennedy. It's a okay. funny thing they're doing this year on Vanderpump Rules is like, they're, you know, like they have like an episode where the f- very first episode, it's like, oh, yeah, back at Sir. Like they're like, <laughs> it's very obvious that these people are only working at Sir while they are filming. Like they, they do yeah. not actually work at Sir. You know what I mean? So they're uh-huh. almost like being very blatant about that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, her name is Raquel. And she. Yeah, you know, Raquel, right? No, I don't. Oh, I was just should- thinking about the other Raquel. A uh, Raquel is a name. A uh, Raquel is a name after my heart. No, Raquel. The, the oh, Raquel Levita. What's her last name? Saraswati. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just touch on her for a second. Sure. Uh, Raquel Avita uh, Saraswati is, is a Muslim and Latin and Arab activist. She's thirty nine years old. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a Muslim progressive activist, and she's been. Um, Recently cited for fabricating, allegedly pretending to be a person of color, uh, fabricating her Arab and Latin heritage for almost 20 years. That's amazing. But, that is amazing. Um, she, wears, she wears hijab. Um, you know, she does good work. She's based out of Philly, I think. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> But her mom, her mom recently came out and she said, uh, I call her Rachel. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing. I'm as white as the driven snow, and so is she. <laughs> and she said, <sighs> I'm German and British, and her father was Calabrese Italian. She's chosen to live a lie, and I find that very, very sad. Could you imagine your mom going to the New York Post to be like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing, but she's not Muslim. Or, I mean, she's not, uh, she's not all these other ethnicities. But like her name Good. is Rachel. I think Could her I... name originally was Rachel. Rachel Elizabeth Seidel Seidel. And um she's taken on the name Raquel Avita Saraswati. That's bold. Can 
that is bold. The name, I want to get to the name at some point. Um, but first of all, could I imagine our mother talking to the New York Post about if I decide to pretend like I'm what? That I'm white or something like that? Because I can't. That would be hilarious. Um, if our yeah, mother ever, just, ever like, has that. Do you just take thing. on an Irish accent? You know, that's just not the wildest idea. Yeah, exactly. That's not the wildest. I'm probably closer <laughs> to that, you know. By the time you come back from London, I may have more of a European um, identity than you. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, but like, uh, my question is: like, are we a minority group that is like that people desire to be a part of? Like, when did that happen? Like, when? Yeah, did, shocking. Like, I want to, you know, obviously there's like serious converts to Islam, and I want to be as like welcoming to everybody into Islam as possible. Right. Uh, but like Islam has Islam has terrible PR. You know what I mean? Like the image of like Islam in the media or whatever is terrible. Um, and like the terrible PR image of Islam can attract a certain type of moron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Andrew Tate. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously, it's like. I don't know. I mean, it's it's up to the person. And, like, identity, I guess, overall is kind of tricky to be talking about, right? Yeah. Like, you and I, we love being, like, Jersey trash. I think mm-hmm. we identify as Jersey trash. Mm-hmm. We weren't born and raised here. Well, I guess you were more raised here than mm-hmm. I was. I was pretty old by the time we get there, the, by the time we got here. But, like, I still feel like I'm tapping into that from time to time. But, like, I think we, we like, uh, the line is race. We do not cross race. Yeah, like I'm not going to pretend to be a different race than I am. Yeah, exactly. We're drawing the line at race. Like it would be crazy. Especially like be white as- people doing it. Okay, white people doing it is the worst. Like I think if this woman was, let's say, Latina, right? Yes. And then she started calling herself Saraswati, which I yes. don't understand where that one came from. The, the name is fascinating. The name is fascinating. It's a Hindu last name. Like, like, where did that come from? Raquel, obviously, first of all, Raquel, Rachel, I get it. I love the name Raquel. You know, (laughs) our cousin calls me Raquel sometimes. (laughs) I like it. Also, Raquel Welch, rest in power. I think she died this week. Yes. Um, But Raquel, I get. Evita, right away. It's Madonna, right? (laughs) (laughs) Raquel Evita, I think, was from Rachel Elizabeth. Like, she didn't change her initials. She probably had monogram stuff. And so she was like, I can't change my whole name. I got to keep the letters because I can't get these things re-monogrammed. Like, so she had, like, a tote bag and maybe, like, a decal on the back of her truck or something. And she was like, I got to keep these letters. So Raquel is Rachel. Elizabeth is Evita. Evita. Idol. Is Saraswati? Saraswati is where you're like, okay, I'm gonna ask some questions. You know what I mean? Because like, there's like interfaith names, right? Yes. There's like Aman. Aman is an interfaith name. Rohan yeah. is an interfaith. Yeah. Saraswati is like a no doubter, right? Saraswati yeah. is like Hindu. Yes. And she chose it, and I just want to be like. Why would you choose that name if you were going to be cosplaying as a Muslim lady? And I don't, maybe saying cosplaying is offensive. I know. Maybe she's, maybe so she's I, as Muslim as the driven snow, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going to question her Muslim identity because that's, you can you can choose to be anything and then you could, mm-hmm. you, your religion is your religion. That's fine. Yeah. But I think pretending to be Latina is confusing and offensive. But then also getting a Hindu last name is confusing and offensive because I don't and know. She... Saraswati is like a goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Also a name of a river in India, no? And did she like bronze her skin? Of course she did. <laughs> no, so then you know what? No, I'm out. I'm going to call out her religion. I don't yes. care. Yeah. If you are bronzing your skin to pretend to be a minority. Yeah. I'm sorry. No me gusta. Sorry. (laughs) No. Also, I don't think you need to apologize for that. I think that that's, you don't have to say sorry. I think she owes us an apology, a personal apology, just us. Okay. I looked it up. Saraswati is a Hindu goddess that represents education, creativity, and music. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Why she would go with that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's like a music. 
music and education activist. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very bold. I feel like she went down to the uh, marginalized buffet and said, I'm going to have one of everything. <laughs> Take one of those. Take one of those. Yeah. Oh, you guys have a job? Let me put that on. <laughs> yeah. Queer? You got it. Like, she just went and she picked out every single thing. And she's been doing yeah. it for 20 years. See, this is what I don't get. It's like, how do background checks work? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, yeah. I don't know. We're working a not-for-profit. I don't think anybody's doing a background check on you. That's the thing. And then also, you don't want to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't want to be like, hey. And as, I guess if you're working in, like, a progressive organization like that was also rachel dolezal's thing right like she's working in yeah. progressive organizations so it's like progressive people are just too nice and we're just like okay that's just what the person's thing is and i guess i will allow it until their mother comes out and says excuse me <laughs> but the thing is like these organizations have actual serious work to do right yes so they're like we're not gonna spend time on you know okay i don't know it, it seems like from everything that I've read is that she was accomplished in the spaces that she was working yeah. in. Right. So I don't know. I mean, you, I guess you tip your hat to the person doing the good job, the good deed. In a hijab. So that's good. In a hijab. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know, know I mean. why. Yeah. I do think that, I think that um, wanting to be Latina seems really nice, but wanting to be Indian is confusing to me. As a South Asian I, person, I'm like, who would want this? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's that's a whole other thing, right? But like, uh, you meant like you understand why somebody wanted to pretend like they're Latina. Yeah, I mean, you I don't understand it, but I understand the appeal. Like, I don't, I'm not justifying it. Like, it's okay, but I can see the that's appeal of wanting to be Latina because Latina women are amazing. Indian women are amazing. I Indian don't like women to say are that. amazing, but like uh, as a person who was like bullied their entire life for being uh -huh. the way that I am, I yes. think I I struggle with that a lot. You know, no, but that should make you angry, then, right? You, that should be that should make you angry that she was obviously she was going for some sort of sympathy. Maybe is that what she was going for? I don't know. I don't know what her goal was. <laughs> I don't know, but I just love that her mom went to the press and was like, we got to get a stop to this. Like, I'm just imagining how many like holidays happened, you know, in the middle where they were like, Rachel, Rachel Elizabeth, you have to stop. Rachel, You have Elizabeth. to stop. And they were like, she was like, fine, fine. I'm going to stop. And then her mom was finally like, you better stop by, you know, Thanksgiving 2022. And then she did. Mm -hmm. She was like, I've had it. And then she just like went to the press. Amazing. Uh, amazing. You're gonna. I was gonna ask you what you would identify as, and it would be a white man. That's terrible. It wouldn't be a white man. It would be a person who has uh, lived in Ireland or something like that, or has like, or has like. Uh, you know what? I feel like I feel like your culture of choice is like a mm -hmm. is a dive bar in New Jersey that plays Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, so I do sometimes I do worry about that, right? Like, so like, I, I think when I meet strangers and stuff like that, I do feel like I'm tapping into some sort of like, I don't know, like blue collar uh, type of identity, which I've never been, right? But yeah. it does when I'm meeting people, it seems to make them more open. Mm -hmm. um, like I have like a I feel like I have a, like a shorter trigger before I start cursing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know at this point, like, maybe that's just who I am. Maybe that is who I am. Even yeah, though I think, I think your I culture is very much, no, but I feel like you've got, you it, really, you talk to strangers on planes. Like, I think that's, you're just like a very friendly. Um, do you have any, do you have yeah. any like Saudi, do you have any like Saudi pride? Um, No. I don't know. I've struggled a lot with my identity. Uh, mm -hmm. I, a lot of my issues with myself of my self-worth and uh, struggling with my, um, how I view myself and how I feel like I don't fit in most places. And a lot of my imposter syndrome is based mm -hmm. on the fact that I, number one, grew up with a very confusing name. 
uh, number two, as in our parents gave me a name and then said, we're never going to call you by that name. We're going to call you by a completely different name. And when we enroll you into school, we're never going to explain to them why it works that way. Nope. And you're going to have to explain that yourself when you're four years old. (laughs) And uh, so that was one. And then like coming to America as like a little fat girl with a mustache who smelled bad was like really hard. Right. Um, And then like I never felt Pakistani enough for Pakistani cousins because I didn't live in Pakistan. And then I didn't feel American because I was born in the Middle East. So I, I have... I don't think that I have any Saudi pride, but I do think that the fact that I was born in the Middle East has made me more, uh, it did force me to be more understanding of people who don't fit in because Mm -hmm. I didn't fit in anywhere. So I don't know if that's Saudi pride. That's just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, hey, I know what to blame. (laughs) Oh man, that's a lot. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, is it things are not well, guys? <laughs> um, I have Saudi pride. That's good. I mean, you were 12, that's old, and you were. And the thing is, real, your experience was very different. You went to a that's very true, nice too. school, okay. That's first right. of all, number one, you've been called by your actual name, except for the few times we call you Rachel or Raquel for jokes. You uh are a boy, so that's you, true. You, I am a boy. <laughs> boy you were allowed to do things outside also in saudi so like you had a a very different experience than i did as a small child so yeah well Ah! (laughs) 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 i just i wish the aliens would take me now you know i wish they would take you also Oh, God, I uh, hope we don't run into any UFOs on our trip. That'd be amazing. Spotlight. What if, and then, this is a one time you're like, oh, fuck, I should have gone for the window. <laughs> <laughs>